Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. In this episode, we are going to go over the American League Championship Series Game 2, which your Astros won 3-2, a close game, but we won. We're up 2-0. to zero. Let's bring in Tom and let's talk about it, buddy. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Rob. I'm good. It's uh, bright and early, but it does not matter because the Astros won on cloud nine. Uh they're in a great spot. So the I think it was last episode, right? I announced that we had our our record day on October twelfth. We broke the record yesterday. <laughs> so whoever tuned in yesterday, thank you so much. We broke another record. It's always fun to to have a podcast about a team that gets deep into the playoffs every year. So let's talk about this game, buddy. We'll dive into it. We got a lot to cover. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of comments. The game's not even the biggest part of it all. But let's start with this. Framber started bottom of the third. Maldonado was hit by a pitch. Altuve struck out. Pena got a single. Jordan forced out. And then I was actually watching this on my boss's phone. And my boss <laughs> looked over at me and he said, we need a Breggy bomb. And it happened. Alex Bregman, three run homer. Pretty exciting. Astros up three to zero. How you feeling at that point? Well, it was one of those, you know, you didn't know if they were going to get to Severino or not. Severino looked good. Um, the inning started off kind of innocently. It, it was interesting, you know. Anybody else takes that 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 pitch off the hand like Maldi did, and they're probably bouncing around. Maldi didn't flinch. Maldi's such a warrior. Like he's tough. He just kind of, he just kind of was like. All right, I'll take my base. Went down to first base. You know, uh, really, really tough to watch uh, Altuve struggle. You can tell he wants so bad to help. It's it's just, it's just, it's close. You can tell he's getting closer. He's just not there yet. Pena, again, just on, on an amazing ride right now. Don't know where we'd be without Jeremy Pena right now. And uh, Bregman, man. That guy, that guy, he's on a mission. So there's some more later about Bregman's home run. Got a little comment from the pitcher. But let's go to this. Top of the fourth is when things unraveled for the Astros. And it could have been worse. Judge got a single. Stanton Fielder's choice. Framber charged with the fielding error. And then the throwing error. I believe that's where both errors came from. Rizzo grounded out. Judge scored from third, three to one. Torres single. Stanton scored from third, and it's three to two. And we still had to get out of it. And that was that was the final score. No more scoring after the fourth, but in the bottom of the sixth, Tucker and Yuli both had singles with one out, and then Diaz hitting the double play. Uh, top of the seventh, Framber three strikeouts to end his night. What a way to end it for Framber. Framber was amazing. Again, he looked a little like Justin in the beginning. He got behind a lot of hitters. You know, people were, you know, questioning, hey, does Framber have it tonight? The 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 was it the fourth inning? I believe it was the fourth inning that, that he got into trouble. Yeah. It was it was the inning that didn't have to be. I mean, Aaron Judge hits a single. Okay, you know, ground ball through the hole. Not the worst thing ever. Giancarlo Stanton hits a ball that was the easiest probably double play that 
was going to ever be made if Fran Bridges took his time. He rushed the he rushed the catch, rushed the throw, dropped the ball, then rushed another throw, double error. You almost never hear it. Double error on the same guy. And really just set him up. Second and third, nobody out. And they manufactured two runs with outs. You know, an infield single, I think, got one, two. It was just yeah. it wasn't it wasn't hard hit. You know, there was people that were like panicking, questioning. Framber settled down. I think the biggest difference between Framber this year and any other year is that he's able to slow down, reset, and keep going. You know, in years past, that probably that he probably, you know, gives up more than two runs. So for Framber to do that and then just lock back in and go seven strong, so big. The bullpen again, super rested. And um I know people are still looking for Ryan Sanic. I'm here to tell you, you're still not gonna get him, but <clears throat> the Astros are in a great spot right now. They 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 did what they had to do. 2-0, so important. The Yankees were looking to come in and get a, a split. It didn't happen. Now all the momentum's with them, all the pressures on the Yankees. I'm looking forward to uh Altuve uh getting back getting back to his ways in Yankee Stadium. So Framber, seven innings, four hits and two runs, none of them earned. And an impressive thing also, no walks, nine strikeouts, didn't give up any homers. That's what that's what the Yankees do. But one thing I want to say, Severino, did you see – I saw a video this morning. It was Harold – what's the guy named Harold? I don't want to – it ain't Harold Baines because that's the Hall of Famer, but it's, it's the guy from MLB Reynolds. Network, Harold Reynolds. And he was showing a video how Severino was pitching everybody on the outside, and he was getting that call over and over and over. But when he was pitching to Bregman, he was throwing them in. And I think first time Bregman came up, he popped out, and it was just like, you're getting the strikes. You're, you have a game plan. Why are you not doing it with Bregman? So Bregman's been really good about going the other way, and I think that – is something that the Yankees are aware of. So I think the plan is to try to bust him in, you know, not let him extend his hands. And you have to make great pitches right now to Alex Bregman. He's seeing the ball way too well. You can't, you're not going to, he's not going to give you a cheap out. He's going to battle. He's going to walk. He's not afraid to take a walk. And he's so protected in the lineup right now with, you know, Tucker and Yuli. Yuli's hitting amazing. So, <laughs> you know the 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 that was Bregman's 14th home run, and I could have swore that I read that that was a a record, a postseason record for third base. Third it baseman, is 14 homers, all time. He's he's the most. So it's really like I I, I can't stand how they treated it because I don't know. Did you see uh, Severino's post game interview? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, we'll get to it later then, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> you, you talked about Altuve, and we're gonna. that's also later in the show. I think it might be a fair or foul question. And we, we all think, you know, you keep thinking, okay. You remember when we couldn't win a home game in the World Series? And you're like, because me, I'm like, I'm calling in again. No way we're going to lose this game. Okay, I'm calling in again. No way we're going to lose every game at home. But bottom of the seventh, Altuve grounded into a double play, but he smacked the ball. 
And it took a great play on the Yankees' behalf. I think it was Torres who played second. Great play by him to get uh, to to save Altuve from getting his first hit. But he got he got good uh, contact. And then top of the eight, this is what you wanted to talk about. Uh, Judge hit the ball to right field. Tucker, I don't know why Tucker jumped, but it wasn't really that high. But he flew out to right field, and then here we come. So let's get into it. I, I got it written down over here, but let's talk about. So I asked Sean Salisbury this morning, and he actually answered me, which was nice of him. Because you know in the past year, right, everybody wants the Astros to open the roof because it's so loud in there. And to me, it's like we should be able to do what we want. It's home field advantage for a reason. So we finally, I think last year we in the World Series, we had to keep opening the roof too, I believe. So we opened the roof, and they said it's, he said it was baseball's decision to do it. So you're thinking, okay, like the Yankees are probably saying, hey, Manfred, let's get this. Why, why do they get to do what they want? You know, the, the weather's nice. And what's so funny, and maybe he wasn't 100% blaming the weather for the loss, but Aaron Judge's uh, fly out to Tucker would have been a home run with the roof closed. It would have been a home run in one other ballpark. Do you know which ballpark that is? The short right field porch of Yankee <laughs> Stadium. So anyway, that was big. <clears throat> Bottom of the eighth, Alvarez got a single. He got picked off. Then Bregman had a single. Could add two on there to add on to the lead. And then Presley, top of the ninth, strikeout, strikeout, walk, strikeout, save number three. Abreu pitched an inning, one walk and one strikeout. I have this here somewhere, so I won't say it twice. But did you see the video of uh, Presley's walk-up? Does it rival the – I mean, walk-out song? Does it rival the horns? So we're biased. I'm they biased. had the light showing everything. Dude. Yes, yes. I love the song, you know, Johnny Cash, the whole nine. I mean, it, I don't know if it rivals the horns for some people because, you know, that's more like of an upbeat. And this is like, you know – this is more like, I don't know what the right word is, but, you know, he's like, he's like, come in to finish you off. You know what I mean? That's so, been a uh, song the whole year, but they, they finally added it to it. I have it on here because I'm, I'm, I'm friends with him on Facebook and also on Twitter. We follow each other, but his name is Garrett Young. And he's, he works there, right? Like next to Bob Ford doing all the, you know, the scoreboard stuff. And he said, this is the coolest thing he's ever worked on. Absolutely. I mean, if you watched it, if you were able to get on social media or whatever, I know TBS doesn't do a great job. They didn't really, you know, um, show it like I think they should. I think, you know, the way all the fans got into it, you know, with the phones out, with the lights on and it was awesome. turning, I mean, it's really cool. It's really, really neat. I think it's one of those things where, you know, tastefully done, nothing crazy. And yeah, you're watching it, it gets you pumped up. I mean, I was, I was fired up for Presley to come in uh, before the show, even more after. Yeah. So let's look at some stats. Altuve went 0 for 4 with a strikeout. He's 0 for 23 in the playoffs. And this was a quote uh, from someone. I, I do a lot of stuff on the show about tweets. 
especially Fairfowl, and you'll see. They said Altuve, and I don't, I mean, you can tell me if you've read anything, because sometimes people are like, well, this is the story, this is the story. And the only thing you read is people saying, this is the story, right? But someone wrote, the story is Altuve is 0 for 23, but the real story should be the Astros are 5 and 0. It's interesting. I think, you know, depending on what side of the fence you're on, you're going to get, you know, narratives all the way around. I think a lot of people want to bang, bang the drum that Altuve struggling, you know, we could sit here and say the Yankees struck out 30 times, you know, we, we could talk about how inept their offense is and, yeah. and you could forget all about Altuve when you look around, you know, how bad the Yankees are. What is, what has John Carlos Stanton done uh, the last couple of days? You know, so I, I just, I understand, you know, he could, he could be the guy that everybody wants to point at. There's, there's plenty of holes in every lineup. Um, He's it's for him. It's, it's unusual for him. He's such a good hitter and you can tell little by little by little, the last shot that you talked about, Gleyber Torres, he took it the other way. Altuve has been more of a pull hitter all season long. Early on in his career, he would spray the ball all over the place. I think now he's starting to get back to that a little bit. So I think he's too good of a hitter not to break out of this slump. And if people want to harp on it, they can. Right now, the Astros, like you said, they're 5-0. and Yeah. And they've got nothing <clears throat> from him or their DH spot. Pena, one for four. Jordan, one for four. Tuck, one for three with a walk. Maldonado, one for one with a walk, and I believe he got hit. Maldonado's hitting 273 in the postseason. Bregman, two for four, had that three-run homer. He's hitting 318. Yuli, two for three. My boy Yuli's hitting 409. <laughs> 409. The Yankees had two runs on four hits. Astros, three runs on eight hits. They were one for five with runners in scoring position and left five on base. So this is where... Oh, wait, let's talk about this, Altuve, before I forget. The guy on the field. The guy went out on the field to take a selfie with him. Many, many questions on this. Like, how did he make it to Altuve, which is crazy. So he tells the guy, or he tells Altuve, I spent all my money on this ticket. We have to win. And I was thinking, man, that would be dumb if that didn't happen late in the game. Like, you spent all your money to go to the game, and then you get kicked out. And it was in the ninth inning. And so what do you think about that? I mean, it's just crazy. The, the the scariest thing is he made it all the way to him. And Altuve was cool as shit about it. I hate it. I, I really feel like if, if we're doing our job right, and I mean we as in like security, he never gets there. You know what I mean? I, I, I want him to see him speared, you know, like. Oh, yeah. You don't. I mean, you don't know what that guy's intentions are. He can go out there and hurt Altuve. I mean, I know, yeah. He stabbed him. Yeah, and it's like, not only that, you know, they weren't really aggressive with him either. And I'm like, I get it right now, you know, you worry about overdoing it. But I think once he's on the field, he's fair game, whatever it takes. You know what I mean? He shouldn't be anywhere on the field. I think it's embarrassing as an Astros fan. You know, I think it's embarrassing for Craig Biggio because he's sitting there with a Biggio jersey on. Like, that's not the message we want to send. You know, we got to be better. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like it when it it's happens. It's like he was out there having a conversation with him. 
he was allowed to that was that, that bothered me more you know it was like they were like like negotiating with him like to get off the field i'm like no no you manhandle this guy Spear you know him. that's yes. funny dude absolutely i i mean it, he needs to i mean you need to set a message in my mind to any other fan that thinks hey maybe i want to do this you know they talked about it on the broadcast too like somebody asked well, what would that set somebody back besides a night in jail and the guy was like, ah, oh, it's probably about $10,000. And I mean, <clears throat> if you got the money, then so what, right? But I mean, you're going to be banned from ba- from that baseball park for life, but you got your exposure. I want people to be afraid to do that because you're going to you're gonna get a little extra. You know what I mean? Like, protect the a, players. There was a football game recently, right? Some guy was running around with some red smoke and they, they tackled him. The football player actually tackled him. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. I mean... <laughs> And and supposedly they sued him, which I think is horrible. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. But there's a lot of things wrong in the world, buddy. But yeah. one thing is right. I love segues. If you haven't noticed that, folks, <laughs> did you see the play? Bregman tipped it to uh, Pena. They still got the out. I watched that. I saw that live. That was pretty awesome. That's a case of it's better to be lucky than good because. Bregman did everything in his power to get to it, but it was still probably going to get by him. And he was just lucky enough to play it directly over to Pena, who was able to stand up and throw a, a, a seed across the diamond to get the guy out by a step. And, you know, that could have went anywhere. It could have been in no man's land in center field. And maybe he's on second. You know what I mean? Because they were playing pretty deep then and it just worked out. So. Better to be lucky than good. All right, post game, buddy. Severino, Alex Bregman's home run, 91 miles an hour. Judge, 106 miles an hour. He said they just got lucky. It's interesting. Like, if you're on social media, you can go. You can check it out. There's there's, there's fans on both sides that are like, don't say that. Don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, it makes no sense for you to say anything when – in Yankee Stadium, you get cheap ones all the time. No yeah. one's complaining luck. Everybody had the same set of conditions. They did. That's what that's what I'm saying. You, you have know? those two big old dudes. You know how much effort it would take Stanton to knock one in the Crawford boxes? That dude's None. a beast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Check for, him to com- for him to complain about, you know, uh, uh, bat speed or how hard it came off the bat, nah. You know what I mean? Everybody's yeah. got the same opportunity. He should have just tipped his cap. So I made a good pitch. He made a better swing. And then Boone said, that, "Who who would have known the roof being open was unlucky?" And you know what? You know what burns me up about that all, all the way around. It was a probably a request by the Yankees. It had to have been because the Astros don't want it open. Exactly. I don't think Manfred <clears throat> and and depending on who you believe supposedly Manfred is a Yankee fan at heart. Um, well, before he became the, the he's supposed to be non-biased right now, yeah, but before right. he became the commissioner, he was a Yankee fan. So it's just, you know, they, I think that they said that they opened the roof five times all year long. So, and they had prime time. They had, you know, games on Fox. There was plenty of opportunities for them to go. Oh no. We want the roof open because, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a beautiful scene. It looks amazing. Oh, open. it's awesome. All the pictures, you know, the camera from a, like the blimp or whatever. 
I mean, absolutely gorgeous. When you watch it, you're like, the roof should be open all the time. But if the players know, hey, this is something that could make the game a little bit more interesting or or we're just accustomed to, you know, having that that crowd noise, then you just leave it. And so clearly it was a directive down from up top and it didn't matter. And what someone once t- someone said, uh, they said, uh, you're complaining about the roof being open and that, you know, it ended up hurting you. But the Astros play inside all the time. And you your stadium is outside. You should be used to this. You have the advantage <laughs> of playing outside and you're still complaining. So anyway, the Astros are up two to zero. The teams who won the first two games of the seven-game series have has ended up winning the series 74 out of 88 times. And what's cool, you know what's crazy about that? 10 of the 14 times was in the World Series. Odds are in our favor, dude. I love it. I think that uh, it was exactly what the Astros needed to do. It, it, I mean, we, we talked about it on the last on the last show. The Yankees came in looking for a sweep. And this game had all of the makings of a potential sweep. It was it was a game where it was really tightly contested, not a whole lot of offense. There was just many opportunities for things to go awry. So for the Astros to get out of there with another win, now all the pressure is squarely on the Yankees. The Astros are coming back to Minute Maid Park regardless, unless well, yeah, they win it, they win it there. The game one's in Minute Maid. If they don't win it there, then they come home to try to get it done here. So that's the the best outcome they could have asked for. Uh, did you see Garrett Cole? They interviewed Garrett Cole after the game. Did you see any of that? No. I've never seen somebody look so stressed and so dejected <laughs> before he even gets the ball. They asked him, you know, about Framber and what he thought about Framber's performance. And <laughs> he said his delivery is really whimsical. And I was like, who uses the word whimsical? Like, it was just, it was just so weird. You could just tell he, he just didn't want to be there. And they asked him, they asked him about the Astros and what he thought made them so good. And his facial expressions, if you get a chance, go look it up. His facial expressions, his body language. You could tell this is a guy that was not looking forward to facing them um, on Saturday. And yeah. for me, I think that's awesome. I should have wrote this down, but I saw someone post the win margins. The Astros are five and zero, but they won today by one, game one by two. I mean, they're barely winning these games, but they're winning them, and that comes down to pitching and timely offense. It's not a lot of offense, but it's timely. I mean, they're they're they haven't blown anyone out yet. But let's <laughs> let's look at this tonight, game three of the NLCS, six thirty seven, Musgrove against Suarez. That series is tied at one. Saturday, it's Garrett Cole against the Astros. That is at 4.07, and the NLCS is at 6.45. Astros have not announced any pitchers. The only one on this whole list after tonight is the is the Yankees. They're the only ones that have uh, named their pitchers. But Sunday, game four, ALCS is at 6.07, and that's Cortez. we got to face a lefty. And then game five of uh, NLCS is at 137. So Saturday, 
Saturday, buddy. I'll tell you this. You know, you, you ever been invited to something and you're like, yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> and it turns out to be game three, the exact start time of game three of the American League Championship Series. I was like, dude, you got a, you got a TBS? Because we're watching the game. Oh, well, Texas is playing. <laughs> That's a regular season game, dude. That's not the ALCS. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Would you have said the same thing if it was Oklahoma? Yeah, I'd rather watch the ALCS. OU's already I, lost three times. Who cares? I know. I just, I mean, I know you're a big OU fan. If so they were undefeated, like, I'd be like, man. No, I, I, I would split the screen. Split the screen or I'd have two TVs. I'd watch both of them. But anyway, I have some pretty cool fair fouls. You ready for those? Let's do it. All right. We'll be with the, some serious. These are all baseball questions. Fair foul baseball question. Fair foul baseball questions right after this. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, guys, we are back with five all-new Fairfowls. Number one, this is a quote from Sean Salisbury. Fairfowl, if you agree with him, Dusty has been spot on with every move in the postseason. Quote Sean Salisbury. <laughs> Love him. Listen to him in the morning when I go to work. Uh, I think I think it's fair. Me too. I, <clears throat> I know there's some moves that I would probably would have made myself, but I can understand everything that he's done. Um, I would have liked to seen maybe some pinch-headed bats for some guys in the DH spot because clearly Ledmus is struggling. Um, I think that while Maldi is amazing, 
if you go and you look at some of uh if you go and you look at some of uh Vasquez's stats against some of these pitchers, I would have liked to seen him get it in a bat maybe somewhere. I understand the catcher thing. I understand losing the DH if you bit if you bat him DH, but I mean Hensley. Hensley's a, a big time hitter right now. And I say big time, but for for him in the in September in the postseason, try all something. He's done, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, just just to get an extra an extra bag somewhere, just to get an extra run somewhere. You're not um, going to hold the Yankees to two or three runs every game. This is a good point you might be making. I also saw, <clears throat> and I don't know that I don't know that he want I don't know that he would want to do it, but I also saw somebody on on Twitter, you know, talk about maybe ask Altuve to lay a bunt down, try to get on base that way. I think that's a great idea, you know, just to get him, you know, get him on base. And I don't know if Dusty would ask to do that. I don't know if that's the, it's probably not a decision uh, he would have to make, but little things, but yeah, overall fair. Absolutely. You know, Yankee stadium is going to benefit just off the top of my head. I thought about it while you're talking jazz McCormick, Mr. Oppo taco. He's going to benefit from that. Okay. My second quote. So we, we both say fair. You got a little tweaks here and there, but overall fair. I mean, nothing's hurt him. We haven't said, oh, Dusty screwed us on that. Second, second quote is from Francisco Romero, the Astros Spanish broadcaster. Josh Reddick needs to make the play ball call again. <laughs> did you hear him when he did it? Play ball. Whoa. I did. Awesome. I say fair. Do it again. Um, yeah, as, as much as he wants to. He's a Houston res, uh, resident, native. Not native, but he lives here in, in when he's not playing baseball, wherever he's playing baseball. So, yeah, absolutely. If I mean, I love I love everything they're doing with the pregame. Roger Clemens, Royals, while getting those guys to throw out first pitches. Where's Andy Pettit while, while we're at it? Just get him out there, too. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. Nah, he's more of a Yankee. <laughs> All right, this next one comes from – we both say fair then. This next one come from, comes from Michael Schwab. He said Alex Bregman was robbed of a gold glove nominee. Oh, I think that's fair. I can't understand why he didn't even get nominated. I mean – He's amazing. What, 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 what bugs me about it too is like what, what are they using to, to make these, these choices because – I'm, this is nothing against Lou Trevino, uh, the catcher for the for the the Yankees, because I'm sure he's a fine catcher. But how does Maldi not get a nomination? Tucker and Pena <laughs> are our two nominees, and deserving. I, I and and you know what what what's crazy to me is like, I absolutely love Jeremy Pena as as a defensive shortstop, but he's made errors throughout the season. He's been human. I would think that Tucker is more rock solid than, than Jeremy Pena is. I would think that Maldi has been more rock solid defensively than Jeremy Pena. And that's not a knock on Jeremy Pena. That's just how great those guys have been. And for them to not get nominated, it's just kind of, you know, like you look at some of the nominations and I don't want it to look like I'm, I'm dogging the Yankees. I'm they're They're fine defenders, but Andrew Benatendi, I mean, he, he was really good with the uh, Royals before, but, Eh. You know, I think I think uh is he even like, on the roster? <laughs> I think he's hurt. I think he's out. Oh, he's okay. injured. But he still got nominated for a gold glove 
And uh, I think DJ LeMahieu got nominated too. Again, injured, not on the roster. Mm-hmm. I know it's a regular season award, but just saying. All right, number four, Jose Altuve will get multiple hits in game three in New York. Game I three? Say, I say fair. I think it's foul. He's the king th- of New York. I know, but it's Garrett Cole. I think he gets one. Oh, okay. I don't I don't think he gets I don't think he gets multiple. I don't think anybody gets multiple. I think Garrett Cole has to shove, and I think he will. I think it'll be how a about, little how about one of the three games, if there's three. That's fair. Altuve Altuve versus a lefty. And and Nestor's been really good, but he's gonna be pitching again. Like I think I think he's on four days. I don't know if he's on normal rest or not. He pitched on three days his last start. So I think that's going to start to build up. That's going to start to matter. And um, I, I that's that's the game that I've got circled. I think that's the game that the Astros get it together. I think that's the game that they put up a ton of runs. So even if we do lose to Cole game three, game four, we could be up three to one, clean sailing all the way. You know, we all say that that's kind of why, you know, you have Garrett Cole pitching for the Yankees, and he's really good. Everybody knows that. So you kind of got to figure you, it's hard to predict that the Astros are going to sweep them, right? So everybody says five or six. I mean, who's going to predict a sweep? But somewhere in there, you got to figure out when are they going to lose. And it's not like they're killing them. I mean, they're down two to zero, but they're not killing them. They're not murdering them. All right, number. So I don't. I, I say foul too, just because of. Uh, I say I say yes. He'll get multiple hits in game four. Definitely get a lot of hits in New York. I think he's going to turn it around because he's going to feed off those boos. And then next show, I'll have keep on booing shirt. All right, number <laughs> five. You wish Joe Buck was calling the playoffs. Foul. I I never wished Joe Buck to be announcing a baseball game. I I just and and don't get me wrong. I can't stand what they're doing right now at TBS. Like you can just feel how bad they're trying to coach uh, the Yankees through this series. When they're on the mound pitching, it's all about their pitcher. When they're up to bat, it's all about their hitters. And if if they don't notice it, I mean, I know Ron, Ron Darling was a Yankee, right? Like, I believe he was a Yankee, right? You can know. just You can just tell. You can just hear it in his he voice. He was a Every, man. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe that's his New York bias there. But, I mean, Joe Buck was, was, was kind of like that, too. You could feel it when he called games. It wasn't, it, it wasn't like, how do I put this? That's how it feels in every sporting event. If I watch a bowl game with Oklahoma against somebody else, my dad would always go, these announcers are just anti-Oklahoma. I think a lot of fan bases feel the same way. Maybe you just don't notice it, but I did see some people tweeting that out that these guys are just all about the Yankees. It's how I feel. I mean, and I've seen broadcasts where it's kind of, you know, down the middle. You know what I mean? I feel like when you watch the Padres uh, Philly series, it's really down the middle, you know, they're, they're, pretty fair about, you know, how they, they use their time to talk about both teams, you know, cause, cause I, th- I feel like that matters, you know, when they're, when they're, they're up to bat or whatever, 
you're giving the hitters the respect. You're talking about how they're, you know, approaching things, stuff like that, instead of, well, this is how the pitcher's got to get out of that. And these are how these hitters have got to score these runs. And one swing of the bat could flip the scoreboard. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's it's never like well, they're they cheering really... them on. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like they everything could change with one swing of the bat. Well, that's pretty obvious. You're not <laughs> when, when the Astros are at bat, they're not going, man, they could really blow this open with one swing of the bat. You're never getting that. And I'm just like, come on, guy. Either 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 be be on both sides of the fence or don't do it at all. But you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's something else somebody pointed out was uh, something about something about the Yankees and there's then they said like uh, we gifted you two runs, right? So Framber kind of gave up a couple runs, just bad fielding and bad throw, and he did that last time he started when he threw to home. Remember that? But they got lucky and did the rundown. But anyway, buddy, that's all I have. Super excited. The Astros are up two games to zero. Super excited that I'm going to buy World Series tickets at 11 this morning. <laughs> so I got to wake up in uh, four hours. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about this weekend. I'm excited about watching the Astros in New York. I'm excited about seeing Altuve turn the corner. And let's put these guys away. I want to beat Garrett Cole bad because I can't stand the guy. But anyway, I'll quit hogging up the microphone. Final words by uh, Third Coast Tom. I, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm right there with you. Super excited. This is this is exactly where you want to be, right? I don't necessarily feel like the Astros have to go out and beat Garrett Cole. I'm not going to be upset or as upset if the Astros don't go out and beat Garrett Cole. That's his job in Yankee Stadium. That's why he's a 324 million dollar pitcher, is to defend home turf in the playoffs or pitch game one, whatever, you know what I mean? That's, that's why they pay him. So I fully expect his best for me. That'll be playing with house money. If the Astros get that win, the game that I, like I said, the game that I got circled is the one against Nestor. I think that's, that's the swing game that turns it into a six or seven game series or a five game series, because the Astros find a way to beat Nestor Cortez and go up three, one. I truly believe like, that'll be enough to like, okay, I don't see this Yankee team fighting back from that. I could be hundred percent wrong. You know, they could get it going, but they just got so much youth. And I think that their leadership is really kind of the strong, quiet types, Giancarlo, you know, judge, you know, right now they're looking for like Harrison Bader and Gleyber Torres for a lot of energy. And I mean, that's kind of tough. So Obviously, we'll talk about it this weekend and yeah. uh, looking forward to, you know, potentially getting this, getting onto the World Series, too. It's going to be awesome. So another thing to point out, too, I mean, we're doing all this and Jordan hasn't done anything in a while. Altuve's not doing anything. You know, Pena's getting it done. Altuve, I mean, Yuli's uh, getting it done. Maldonado's even getting it done. I mean, we're we haven't even clicked on all cylinders yet. Hopefully, and hopefully in New York we get it done. And it's the postseason. You're not supposed to, right? That's that's the beauty of a good team is that, you know, you've got unsung heroes on all of them. The Astros are just well bit, built, and for built to win exactly. And for Jordan and Tuve and all these guys to struggle, they're doing great. All right, guys, that's it. Game three on Saturday, and we will see you Saturday night.
Thanks for tuning in.